Praise the Lord. Let's give God praise in this room. Come on, put your hands together and bless Him. And come on and give Him the highest praise. Come on, if you know He's worthy of it. Hallelujah. We serve a great big God who deserves your great big praise. Can we worship Him today? Come on, come on. Can we can we lift him up today? How great is our God. Sing with me. How great is our God. Oh, we'll see how great, how great is our God. Yeah. How great is our God. How great is our God? Oh, we'll see how great, how great is our God. Let's sing you the name. You're the name above all names. You are worthy of all praise. And my heart will sing how great. Is our God. Say you're the name. You're the name above all names. You are worthy of all praise. And my heart will sing how great is our God. Come on, how great, how great is our God. How great is our God? Oh, we'll see how great, how great is our God. Come on, you're the name, you're the name above all names. You are worthy of, and my heart will. How great is our God? You're the name above, name above on it. You are worthy. And my heart with you is the good. How great, how great is the good. Sing with me. We'll see how great is our God. Come on, lift it up. How great is our God. Sing with me. Oh, we'll see how great is our God. There's no God like Jehovah. There's no God like Jehovah. There's no God like Jehovah. 
there's no God like, there's no God. There's no God. There's no God. There's no God like Him. Nobody like Jehovah. Hey. There's no God like Jehovah. There's no God. Nobody else can heal. Nobody else can save. There's no God like. There's no God like. Not like Jehovah. There's no God like Jehovah. There's no God. There's no God. Oh. There's no God. Behold, He comes riding on a cloud, shining like the sun at the trumpet's call. Lift your voice. I dare you to do it. Lift your voice. Come on, lift it up. Lift your voice. I will lift my voice. You ought to say it. I will lift my voice. Oh, I will lift my voice. Because He's worthy of the glory. I dare you to raise up a praise in this room. Come on, raise up your best praise. Come on, he's worthy of the glory. He's worthy of the praise. Yeah, there's nobody like him. Can we say that together? There's nobody like you. Oh God, there's nobody like you. Yeah, there's nobody like you. Break the music. Hey, there's nobody like you. Can we sing it to God? There's nobody, nobody like you. No one even compares. There's nobody like you. Oh, there's nobody like you. How great. Come on, worship him. It's our God. Sing with me, how great is our God. Come on, y'all. How great is our God. Oh, how great, how great is our God. Oh, sing with me, how great. Oh, oh, we'll see. How great is our God. Let's raise it up again. How great, how great is our God. See with me how great all will see. How great is our God. Come on, woman, come. How great, how great. There's no God like Jehovah. 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 There's no 
come on, have your way in this place. Do a work, do a work in this place. Woo! Hallelujah. God, do a work in this place. God, do a new thing in this place. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come flood this place and fill the atmosphere. Your glory, God, is what my heart longs for. To be overwhelmed by your presence, love. in the room that really needs his presence I can't do nothing without his presence let us become more aware of your presence let us experience the glory of your goodness let us become more aware of your presence let us experience the glory of your goodness holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come flood this place and fill the atmosphere. Your glory, God. Woo! My God. Your glory, God. Can we flow right there? Your glory, God. 
want to experience your glory, your glory, God. Your glory, God, is what our hearts long for. To be overwhelmed by your presence, Lord. Your presence, your presence. Right there, your presence, your presence, Lord. Yes, your presence. That's what we came here for, Lord. Come on, tell him your presence, your presence, Lord. Your presence, your presence, Lord. We want it, your presence. We don't want anything else but your presence, Lord. We need it. Open up your mouth and declare your presence. Your presence, Lord, your presence. That's what we aim to see, God, your presence. I dare you to worship him. That's where we change in his presence. Your presence, Lord, that's what we need right now. Come on, if that's what you need today. Every hand lifted. Reverence the King of Kings. Come on, reverence the King of Kings. God, we honor you. God, we honor you. We honor your presence, Lord. Your presence, Lord. Your presence, Lord. Your presence, Lord. Your presence. If that's what you know you need, if that's what you know that you need, if that's what you know you need, you ought to lift your hands and receive that. I know we ain't singing a regular song. I don't do that. I flow in worship. Come on. Come on. Go after his presence. Come on, go after the presence of the Lord. Woo! I don't want to leave the way that I came. Is that anybody's testimony? I will not leave the way I came. Hold on, is that anybody's testimony? I won't leave the way that I came. I won't leave the way I came. So I'll get everything that I need by worshiping you. I'm going to declare this before we move on. The wind of God is blowing. And 
and I'll never be the same. The wind of God is blowing, and you'll never be the same. Something's happening in this place. The wind of God is blowing. Come on, and I'll never be, and I'll never be the same. I dare you to declare the wind of God. The wind of God is blowing. And I'll never be the same. The wind of God. The wind of God is blowing. I dare you to declare it. And I'll never be. Come on, you got to say the wind of God. The wind of God is blowing. I dare you to declare it. And I'll never Come on, declare the wind of God. And you will never be the same. That's all the song says. The wind of God. And you'll never be. Let me show you this part. Oh. Declaration. Hallelujah. Oh, 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 come on, never, never be the same. Come on, say, oh, 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 oh. never be. God is doing something in this place where you're not going to come here Sunday after Sunday and stay in sin. You're not going to come here Sunday after Sunday and stay bound. I don't know who I'm talking to. You're not going to come here Sunday after Sunday and stay in a place of depression. But that wind that is blowing in Thrive Zone Church it's a wind that's going to blow away every stigma, every stigma, every generational curse, every bit of bondage that the enemy has entangled you in. It's got to go because the wind of God is blowing. It's blowing. Woo! It's blowing on your life. It's blowing in your home.
If you receive that, lift your hands. The wind of God is blowing. You'll never be the same. The wind of God is blowing. Woo! It's blowing on your mind today. It's blowing on your mind today. It's blowing on your mind today. It's blowing on your heart today. I declare that even as the worship has gone forth, and even as the woman of God comes forth, the wind, the literal wind of God, the wind of God, Minister Rosetta, it's blowing, and it's blowing everything that the enemy left from that last season. It's blowing all the residue away. It's blowing. It's blowing change my way. Jesus. It's blowing healing my way. It's blowing destiny my way. It's blowing deliverance my way. It's blowing thrive my way. It's blowing change my way. Yeah. The wind of God is blowing. And you will never be the same. Even in Facebook land, the wind of God is blowing. And you will never be the same. Blow it, blow, Jesus. such a beautiful declaration for somebody right there. Jesus. The wind of God is blowing. Mm. And will never be the same. How many of y'all believe that? Yes, Lord. Mm. He comes to right wrongs. He comes to He comes, he shows up with a purpose. And I believe that God is here today on an assignment. Can I just ask everyone to just rest on their feet for just a moment and let's just acknowledge him. Not for long, but just for a few minutes. I'm just going to ask Minister Daryl to sing just a little bit more. And if you can... 
Just lift your hands in the atmosphere and just worship your God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. The wind of God is blowing. Hallelujah. And will never be the same. Hallelujah. The wind of God is blowing. And I'll never be. Yes, make it personal. Hallelujah. The wind of God is blowing. And I'll never be the same. The wind of God is blowing. And I'll never be the same. I just want someone to declare that. The wind of God is blowing. Guess what? You're not the person that you were yesterday. The same. The wind of God is blowing. And I'll never be the same. My God, my God. I just. Blow, wind, blow. Jesus. Come on, let it blow, let it blow. When do you need his wind? You let it. Let it blow. I just hear God saying, let it blow, let it blow, let it blow. Let it blow. Let the wind of God blow. Hallelujah. All in our homes. All in our minds. All in our finances. All in our relationships. All on our jobs and our businesses. Let it blow, let it blow. Let the wind of God blow. Let the wind of God blow. Let the wind of God. You know where you need it to blow. You know where you need it to blow. But let it blow. Let it blow. Hallelujah. Let it blow. Blow wind. Blow wind. Blow. Blow wind. Blow. Blow away everything that 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 that, that, that is in the way of God. Blow away every hindrance. Blow away every distraction. Blow away, blow away, blow away, blow away, blow away, blow away every pain. Blow away unforgiveness. Blow it away, blow it away, blow it away, blow it away. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you so much. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord has given us a special word for today. The Lord had a special assignment for worship on today. We believe in God to move in areas where some of you have been needing a move of God for a while now. I'm going to share the testimony of a lady that was here on last Sunday. She came into the service and God was moving those of you that were here on last Sunday. And the word of the Lord to her was, there was one thing that she had been waiting on God to do. That was really that one thing. Everybody got that one thing. I I mean, I know we got a whole list, but it's somehow it's that one thing. And it's something about that one thing that if that thing would happen, it would open up so much more. It's like a domino effect. And so the word of the Lord and the instruction to her was, God said, I'll release it. I'll do it if you praise me. Now, that didn't seem, that, that, that didn't make sense because there was no drums. There was no praise music. Huh? But the Lord said, if you will praise me, I will release it. 
And I believe it was the next day. I'm trying to help somebody because a lot of times we, we allow the weight of what we're experiencing to keep us from worshiping. But it's when we wave that hand that is causing angels that are sitting back waiting and say, you know what? I saw the hand move. And so she obeyed the instruction of the Lord. And so she had been, a, she had been try, trying to get a place. For over a year, she had been reaching out to these people. And somebody say, out of the blue. Not out of the blue, out of the praise. Out of the praise that she released in this atmosphere. They called her unexpectedly. After a whole year of waiting and hearing nothing. And said, we have a place for you. So when God gives us an instruction, we may want to obey the instruction even though we may not understand what it is that God is saying. That woman of God left me here and went to the back. And I mean, she released a real praise. It wasn't, I'm going to do this because you told me to. I'm going to do this because I know that I have to. Because I know my father's voice. And even though I don't know this woman, I hear my father speaking through her. And I'm going to do what it is that he said for me to do. Somebody needs something today in this house. You've been waiting on God. You need a miracle. And I am here today. And I got your package. Oh God, I came today carrying miracles. The question is, how bad do you want it? Do you want it bad enough to forget about your neighbor? Do, do you, do you want it bad enough to forget about Facebook streaming? Do you want it bad enough to forget about what people may think? Do you want it bad enough to obey the instruction of the Father? How bad do you want it? Hey, God, hallelujah, Jesus. How bad do you want it? There are angels on assignment today. And one of the reasons why some of us have not gotten what God said that we can have is because we in our thoughts too much. Hmm? You, you and your thoughts too much. You thinking too much. You're reasoning in your mind too much. When God says do something, he means it. Now, he's not going to force us to do anything. But if we want what God says we can have, we got to do what God said that we can do. I know we've been in this, this season of where you can put a seed on it and you're going to force God. You can't twist God's hand. You can't, you cannot twist the will of the Father. Now, if God gives you an instruction to sow a seed out of obedience, you do that. But don't do it because you're going to force God to do something God didn't say he wanted to do. Because then we end up disappointed. Because we didn't get what it is that God said. But see, we prayed amiss. We asked outside of the will of the Father. That's why it's good to have a relationship with him. Because something about a relationship is you learn the person. Huh? Something about being in a real relationship, you learn the person, not what you think they like. But after a while, you learn their appetite. 
So when we get in relationship with him, we will, we can discern the will of the Father for us. And we understand that everything we want is not always what he wants us to have. And so today, I'm on an assignment. And I see some of your heads and I see big question marks over your head because you're wondering when God is going to move for you. Can I help somebody? When you do what he said to do. Sometimes it's bigger than us. In our minds, we, we, we don't understand because why would God choose me? Why wouldn't God choose you? See, he didn't choose you now. He chose you even before you were conceived, even before you were a thought in your mother and your father's mind. He, he already predestined when you would be born and what you would be born into. So why not you? Why is it that because nobody else has done it and God tapped you on the shoulder and said that you shall do, then he said, we're going to do greater exploits. Aren't we going to do greater? Aren't we going to do greater than what he did? And I know, I know, I hear somebody even now, even right now in a situation where you are because it's never been seen in your family before. Oops. Huh? That's never, that's never been, but, but, but did God ask you about your family history? Did, did he say it was based on uh, um, what was done in the last generation and a generation for that? God said, I'm trying to do a new thing. And guess what? You're his choice. So that means, Michaela, you may have to endure some things that the past generation didn't endure it. Uh, you may have to go through some things that your friends may not understand. And that's because of the purpose and the plan that God had for you. That's why it's good not to compare our process to somebody else's process. Because God is not creating them to do what we were called to do. He's preparing them for what he called them to do. That's why I believe it's enough for all of us. That's why we don't have to hate on somebody else when they pull up in their new car because uh, the car lots are still open. Even if you can't physically go there and buy a car, honey, you can go online, order your car, pick out your interior, everything, and they will deliver it to your front door. God is still, as my grandmother used to say, God is still in the blessing business. God didn't stop blessing because your neighbor got what they wanted. I'm, I'm helping somebody already. God didn't stop blessing because your coworker got the promotion that you thought that you were supposed to get. God is still in the blessing business. And that's why today I'm on an assignment, but only for those who can come in agreement. Only for those who can step outside of yourself and stop looking at yourself as the solution. Hmm. We've been on the last couple of weeks. We've been talking about. See, some of y'all is too much doubt. I'm on. I'm. On, I'm going. I'm going to deal with it all today. You're doubting yourself too much. You're doubting yourself too much. I want to help you today to believe in yourself. I remember years ago, I was sitting down talking to a young lady. She was in public relations. 
And she was preparing me and coaching me for an upcoming opportunity. And so she gave me all of these different questionnaires. And all my questionnaires is God this and God that and the Lord and to God be the glory. And she said, you know what, I'm so grateful you have a relationship with God. She said, but if you're going to help the people that you're called to help, what if they don't know God? What if they think that in order to accomplish what it is that they accomplish, they got to first go through all of these different steps? She said, the first thing you need to do is introduce them to you. And I'm like, well, how do I do that? She said, do you know it's okay for you to take credit for enduring what you went through? Do you know that it's okay to acknowledge that you stood when you didn't feel like standing? That you endured even when you didn't feel like enduring, that you kept going when you wanted to give up? She said, do you realize that that takes no glory from God? But if you continue with this mindset saying God this and God that and God this, then people will not understand that they have a responsibility also in the process. And that's why I'm letting you guys know that you are anointed to endure. You are anointed, you are chosen by God to endure. And I apologize, the monitor went out, but that's okay. We're going to give y'all the scriptures. But you are anointed to endure. Some of us are sitting and waiting for the end to come to our process. But we have not endured what we we, we needed to endure. What God has called you to cannot take you out. There is a level of protection. I know it feels like you're going to lose your mind. But I declare today in this room you will not lose your mind. Because greater is he that called you to this thing. See, that's just a distraction from the enemy. To make you think that you don't have the strength or the capacity to continue in the process. But I'm here today to declare that you do. You may have to regroup sometimes. Hmm? You may have to shake it off sometimes. Didn't really understand the story I used to hear about the animal falling in the ditch. And I used to hear my grandmother and them share that story. And every time something, every time that, every time they would throw dirt when they were trying to bury him, he would shake it off. Oh, that's, that's, I've heard the Lord saying today, somebody need to shake it off. And every time he would shake it off, it would fall to the ground and then he'd just pack it under his feet. I may not even get to this word today because I feel, I feel, I hear my daddy. Somebody need to shake it off and pack it under your feet so you can go higher, so you can come up out of what the enemy thought you was going to die in. Oh, my God. That's a word for somebody. Somebody need to shake it off. Come on, I need to have something. Y'all just shake it off. 
What is it that you need to shake loose from today? Shake it off. But you know what? If he had just come, kept shaking and didn't pack it, then it would have just kind of got all around him. He would have still been. But it's something about when he was packing it. See, you, he was packing it when he, when it, when it fell, he would pack it. See, that's what you need to step on some of this stuff. Huh? See, see what it is. You've been standing still and allowing the enemy to come at you, but you need to shake it off. And when you shake it off, you need to step on it and say, I will not be defeated in the name of Jesus. This sickness will not take me out. I shall live and not die. This is not the end of me. This is a new beginning for me. I know what it looks like. I know what it sounds like. I know what it feels like, but it it's not over. I don't know who God is speaking to in this house today, but I hear God said, tell them you don't have to die there unless you want to. That does not have to be the end unless you want to. You don't have to stay there unless you want to. You don't have to keep staying in that place of depression, running the same thoughts over your mind over and over again and sitting in your bedroom with the lights out because you down and nobody won't come in agreement with your pity party. Nobody won't come in agreement with your sob story because they sicker you because they see greatness on the inside of you and they want you to realize who you are, what God has called you to do, and you can do all things through Christ Jesus. So they haven't been entertaining you and taking your phone calls because they've been fasting for you and and interceding for you and standing for you. That you would come to the realization of who you are. Y'all seen this on Facebook that said that the enemy don't come to empty houses? He would not be attacking you the way that he's attacking you if you were not a threat to him and his plot and his schemes. See, what is on the inside of you is going to make a difference in the world. And that's why the enemy is opposing you so much. But I didn't come here to talk about him. I came to talk about Jesus. I just wanted to let somebody know that God is greater on the inside of you. And I don't care what it is that you're experiencing in this moment. You are anointed to endure it. You're not going to quit in the middle of it. You're not going to turn around and go back. Oh, my God. My God. My God. You will not. Turn around and go back to what God brought you out of because you're a little uncomfortable right now. Hmm, I know. I know it's difficult. But let me tell you something about going back to something that God called you out of. It's going to be seven times worse. You thought it was bad this time. But if you go back, how do I know? Been there, done that. Got the t-shirt to prove it. Need to write a book about it. I was one of the, I was, I mastered going back to my comfort zone. Hmm. Until one day, I got a revelation, Pastor Cynthia, that I was the only common denomination and common denominator in all of my situations. I was the only, I was the only common, dish, dip, out, me, us, me, 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 I, me. And then I realized that if I wanted to stop, then I had to change. 
it was it started with me. We are the only common denominator in this thing that we keep going through. Why does it keep happening to you? Because you allow it to. I know that's difficult to hear, but it's truth. Why? Same relationship, different person, different name, different shoe size, different car, different address, but the same spirit. Because you keep failing the test. I keep failing, I kept failing the test. Until I got the revelation that I was anointed to endure that thing. Because you know what? I started making up my, you know what? I don't want to, I don't want to see this again. I got sick and tired of being sick and tired of being sick and tired. Sometimes you got to get sick and tired of being sick and tired and get sick and tired. To the time that you understand that, you know what, I'm just going to go through this. I know people talking about me. I know they don't understand. I know they think I'm on crack because I done lost so much weight because I'm stressed out. But I made up my mind that even if I have to fast seven days a week, I'm going to get through this. Now, I might come out 10, 15, 20 pounds lighter than what I'm supposed to be, but I'm coming out delivered. I'm coming out with a new mindset. I'm coming out on the other side of this better than when I went. And I'm coming out knowing that I am a conqueror. I hear you, Father. So that's the thing. You got to be, listen, I know there's not no scripture whole, but I, 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 just, hear, I just hear my daddy. And, 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 and he said I'm here with miracles. So I'm actually setting, I'm actually setting this thing up right now. Because some of y'all, I'm telling your whole story. It's like you trying to understand who is this lady know everything about me. I don't know anything about you unless we had a conversation. But my father who who sent me here today, he know everything about all of us. Isn't that awesome? He is so awesome that he can have all of us in this room and be concerned about every last one of us. And then he's so magnificent. He know how many hairs you got on your head, how many hairs you got on your, how many you lost last night when you slept. He took note of it and recorded it on today. He knows all of these things about all of us on the way he stopped by your house and looked at your vision board. He looked at your vision board. He looked at your prayer list, went to your kitchen, looked at your refrigerator. All of that's how bad he is. See, we got to understand how awesome the God is that we serve. And that's why we are anointed to endure. Because we're not in this by ourselves. He is with us. He is with us. Huh? Y'all was looking at somebody who was, can I talk about myself for a minute? Who was a, where's my mom? Mama testify. Get on the phone and let her speak to y'all. I was a scaredy. I was the worst child in the world to have. I was scared of everything. I was scared of a bee. I was scared of a fly. I was scared of a dog. I was scared of a cat. I mean, I was scared of people. I was scared of everything. So people who knew me when I was growing up to see me where I am today, they are amazed. But I grew out of those things. What is it that we need to grow out of today? The enemy knew where God wanted to take me. So even as a child, he starts setting traps to discourage me from getting there. I was so timid. I was so shy. 
smart as a whip, love to read, love to write, all of those things. But everything was introverted. When it came to and people, are you kidding me? Go outside and play. Mm-mm, I'm good right here in my room. But God is calling somebody outside of the room today. He's calling somebody out of your place of comfort today. And I know it's difficult because you didn't choose this for yourself. Isn't that awesome? You would have never chosen yourself to do what it is you're about to do. You would have never chosen yourself to walk into what you're about to walk into. I'm going to give you all one scripture and then I'm going to pray. I just want you to know that you are anointed to endure. I'm going to give you two scriptures. I'm going to recap the scriptures. Hebrews 10 and 36. For you have need of endurance so that when you have done the will of God, you may receive what was promised. You have need of endurance. You have, there is a need. I know you don't like the way that sounds. But there is a need of endurance. It is the will of God that we endure what it is that he has predestined for us to endure. That's one of the ways that we show that we are submissive, humble, and committed. So suffering is a part of the process. It's not easy. I know it's painful and I know it's difficult. But there is a need to remain in existence to last. See, I need somebody to understand that you can outlast where you are if you don't give in to it. You can outlast that bankruptcy. If you don't let it take you out. You can outlast that failed relationship. If you don't let it take you out. Whatever it is. That is the will of the father. You can outlast it. So when you have done the will of God. You may receive what was promised. Listen to that. So whatever God has promised, endurance is a sign to it. So whatever God has promised, there is a process that's attached to it. That we must endure, which is the will of the Father, so we can receive the promise. But a lot of us have been taught that naming and claiming, sow a seed on it, run around the building ten times, and it's going to happen in seven days. Now that may be your process, but I'm, t- I'm not, that's not who I'm here for today. I, I didn't come for them. I'm talking about some folks that have been in some stuff for about three years now. You're trying to figure out when he's going to show up at your house and when you're, when you're going to see your answer. Because you sold a lot of seeds, but you hadn't seen a manifestation. I'm talking to those people. 
Endurance is not, uh, well, I endured for three months. I don't feel like enduring anymore, so I'm going to take a break. Guess what? You can do that, but you're going right back to the beginning. Endurance takes no vacations. Hmm? You have to endure so that when you have done the will of God, you may receive what was promised. Now, Galatians 6 and 9 tells us, let's not become discouraged in doing good. For in due time, somebody say due season. We will reap if we do not become weary. So it's important that that as we are enduring, that we don't become discouraged. In this particular passage of scripture, Paul is letting us know that the rewards are certain. See, that that's that's the thing right there. What God has said, it is he he not a man. He, he don't he can't lie. If he has spoken it, it shall surely come to pass. So whatever it is that is the will of the Father concerning you, it is certain. His promise to you is certain. What's uncertain is you, us. That's the uncertain part. Because we want to pick and choose. So we are the uncertain part. His promises are certain. But the thing about it is we can be uncertain. We can be, we, we, at the end, any, any, anything happen, it, this, you know, okay, I hear you, Father. I, this is some of us right now. You really don't want to do what it is that God is saying. So you, instead of in doing the process, you sit back and wait for the opportunity to excuse what God said. Let me tell you how you do it. You know what God said. But at the any moment something going opposite of what God said, then you take that as a sign that this must not be what God wants me to do. But let me tell you something. That's actually a sign that you need to keep doing exactly what you're doing. But we try to reason with the situation and talk ourselves back out of what God just walked us into. Some of us talk too much to the wrong people because they never done anything. Then they, they don't, they, well, that's on you. That's your choice. I'm choosing to die empty. That means I won't, if God says start this business this week and go over here and buy this building next week and do whatever God says, some people are choosing to die empty. So if you want to die full and you want, don't want any manifestations, that's on you. But don't try to make everybody become like you. So you have to surround yourself with people who are going to encourage you to do, to be, and to become who God is calling you to be. And don't let them remind you of who you used to be. Oh, I done picked that up in the room. They also have a past. Huh. I heard the Lord say some of them got a, a, a messed up presence. They, they, they're present, right? They're talking to you about their past, but they need to be coming to me in their prayer room talking to me about their present, what they're dealing with right now. So don't allow anyone to come to you and talk you out of what God said because of your past. 
Mm. Yeah, that was a good one right there. You made some bad choices. We all have. But that's why he is so awesome because he redeems all of that. Once we go to him and ask for forgiveness and we repent, I mean, he like, you go back next week crying about the same thing. He's like, what are you talking about? He's not like people. He does not keep reminding us. Love keeps no record. Get away from people who got records on you. Ooh. Want to always remind you of what your past is saying. You better let what God said speak louder. That's why that woman of God was able to go and get that apartment because she allowed God to speak louder and then her doubt that I've been waiting on this thing for a whole year because of what God said. But her praise released her miracle. Who needs a miracle today? So the reward is certain, and I'm closing right here, even if it's not immediate. Can y'all play me something soft right there, please? Even if it's not immediate. See, you don't harvest a field of wheat the day after you sow the seed. And that's, that's, that's another problem. Some of us keep going back looking for the harvest and we're walking away from the process so you keep putting it down and going back checking to see if it's happened yet and so it is in the natural it's the same spiritual principle So the rewards spiritually come, but they come after we have faithfully endured the process. That's why some of us right now are walking in a place of supernatural manifestation because it's your due season. And guess what? Nobody can interrupt your due season. I'm a witness. I went and met with my apostle, Apostle Ryan, last month. Went there for a sons and daughters meeting. And God gave him a release to impart. And I'm saying this because I need somebody to hear me because I'm setting you up for your miracle. And so there was three things that I was believing God for. And so when I went over to Apostle and the prophet that was serving with him on that day, just the three of us, the prophet began to speak to my future. Let me tell you about real prophets. They may tell you some stuff you don't want to hear. And when they come to you, they're not coming to you about the person who hurt you. They're coming to you about you. The prophet came to me about me. And he gave me the word of the Lord concerning 10 years. 
and it was so accurate, it was scary. But he said, before we do that, we need to deal with this. What about that hurt? Pastor was hurting. Mm-hmm. Collar, robe, electronic Bible, paper Bible, ministering, praying for other people, but hurting. Believe in God, Crystal, but hurting. Everybody couldn't see my pain. You had to have eyes to see. So I knew that was God. And he spoke exactly to the situation. This man, this is my first time meeting him. Exactly how the pain came there, the hurt. And in that moment, I was delivered instantly from the hurt and being misunderstood and being misrepresented that's what he said to me said the hurt came from being misunderstood and misrepresented and having to close your mouth and say nothing but then after that my apostle was able to pray for me and my God the very thing that I had sat in that chair and said, that's the first thing came out of his mouth. I didn't give him no piece of paper. But because of due season, because of that moment, apostle imparted and he gave me the word of the Lord and I have been experiencing exactly what he said blueprints and strategies creative ideas all of these things but I just never really could get the blueprint you know what I'm saying but then there was a couple of there was some things that was a part of the puzzle so at the church's anniversary because I didn't get offended because I was told I was hurt and I'm a leader See, I needed to receive that healing in order to be able to walk in what I'm walking into now. You know why? Because God did not want me going into that place bleeding. Isn't he so awesome? Am I helping anybody? I'm almost finished. And so then some of y'all were here for the anniversary. Y'all know it wasn't about me. All I'm thinking about is Thrive Zone turns to. But God sent the prophet, the apostle. And she said right up here that I know this is for the Thrive Zone, but God sent me here for you. Why? Because my apostle set me up for that. Because it was a part of what y'all don't understand. How strategic. I'm trying to help y'all. Y'all, the way he thinks is not the way we think. See, she was part of what my apostle, Ryan Lestrange, had released. She had to do what she did. Because nobody could do it the way she did it. A lot of people not that bold.
And so she declared some things on that day. What am I saying? I'm trying to help somebody get into position to receive your miracle. I'm right here. I'm ready to I'm ready to begin to pray. Who today wrote down some things or put some petitions or brought something you wanted me to come in if you're turning in online we want to thank you for worshiping with us today we're going to have an after after um, glow supernatural move here in Stone Mountain that I don't want to stream but Patrick I want to continue to record so we're going to ask you that if you are tuning in today and you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you heard everything that we said today, MIT Rosetta, get that mic and come up here and just do the time of commitment as we prepare to close. If that's you today and you don't know him, but you want to because you realize that you need to. And my Rosetta is going to come and pray with you. If you're in a place where you know that you were connected and you lost that connection and you want to reconnect, she's also going to pray for you. If you're in the Stone Mountain campus and that's you, you can raise your hand and we're going to pray with you after worship. Okay, go ahead. My Hallelujah. Thank you for tuning in. Hello? It's okay. on. Thank you for tuning in. If you felt something today, hallelujah, God. We praise with you right now. And I ask you to repeat after me. Because God has some blessings and miracles just for you. Hallelujah, God. I feel it even now. Hallelujah, God. Say, dear God, I am a sinner. But I believe that Jesus died for my sins. And he rose after three days just for me. Today, I choose to invite him into my life as my Lord and as my Savior. In Jesus' name. Amen. We believe that if you just prayed that prayer, hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, God. You are now a child of the Most High God. You now receive the miracles. You are a joint heir with Christ, and we celebrate with you. Hallelujah, God. Bless you on today. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Thank you, Amati Rosetta. If you want to sow, God has placed it on your heart to sow today your tithes and your offering. And be a blessing to this house and what we're doing here at the Thrive Zone. Um, we can, you can send, I don't know, we, we had some technical challenges on today. So I don't know if we had the graphic. If not, um, if not, don't worry about it, Patrick. MIT Rosetta, can you put it up on your laptop? Okay, thank you. Sorry, y'all, I'm directing from the pulpit. I can't help it, that's what I do. Um, but the graphic, um, even though it's not on this monitor, it can be on the stream. So if you want to sell by Cash App, 
it's dollar sign thrive zone if you want to so by paypal is donate at thrivezone.life anyways it's somewhere on greetings and blessings to each of you what a mighty mighty god we serve my name is angela white and i am the thrive zone finance team leader it is now our time of generosity if God has placed it on your heart to so bless Father, the Thrive Zone with your tithe or offering, you may do so by any of the means that you see right now. Okay, you brought something for me to pray. I need to Malachi 3 and 10 Listen, says, I'm, I'm bring the whole tithe into the storehouse, moment, that there may be food in my house. Test Don't me in this, me. says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not open miracle? the floodgates of heaven and me? pour out so much blessing that there will not be room enough to store it. Have a blessed day. Your connection of what's going to be connected to your breakthrough. So in this moment, forget about what you heard about past. I'm just a vessel. Without him, I am absolutely nothing. And let all of that go so you can receive your miracle and what God has for you. Who has a list? I hear, I hear, I just heard lists. Does anybody have something written out or a piece of paper? I want to agree with you. I don't know what's on this paper, but God does. And as one of my daughters, and there's a lot that I could say, but I won't in this moment. Yes, I will. Because I need to fix this because God's getting ready to move for you. Even when the enemy tried to do everything that he could to drive you away from me, you stayed. And God said that qualifies you for what I'm about to release on your life. Jesus. See, that, that's anointed to endure. Jesus. The enemy thinks he be, man, he don't know. He be setting us up for qualifying. <laughs> Oh my God, I felt that. Hallelujah. He's so stupid. He be setting us up for promotion. He sets you up. He sets you up to be the prophet to the nations. He sets you up. Yes, he did. He set you up to be the prophet to the nation. And let me tell you why he came after you. Because you are the prophet to the nation. Jezebel always comes for the prophet. You say, why me? Why me? Because you are a prophet. Not just to thrive zone. But I'm declaring today that the prophetic mantle that is on your life will go into.